Good evening, everybody, and welcome to episode 173 of the Ask the Coach Show, where Ping Skills helps you improve your table tennis. The Vought V-173 was an American experimental test aircraft. It featured an unorthodox all-wing design that gave it the nickname of the Flying Pancake. Got to see a picture of this plane. Anyway, for episode 173, it was originally going to be on a Thursday, so we had a throwback Thursday segment. And even though we're doing it on Friday, we're keeping the stand, and we're going to talk about the ping-pong zone. In the questions, we're going to talk about Kenta Matsudura's amazing sidespin blocks. We talk about attacking with your backhand as a pen holder, and we discuss games up to 11 versus 21. We're also going to have a discussion on the upcoming World Cup. Very exciting table tennis ahead. I'm Jeff Plum, and as always, Super Coach Aloys Rosario is here with me to answer your questions. Welcome, Aloys. Uh, thank you, Jeffrey. And, uh, and, and also, guys, we're going to have a competition around the World Cup, so uh, stay tuned. Uh, towards the end of the show, we'll announce the competition. Yes. And go to pingskills.com, sign up for our free newsletter. Lots of tips we send out every week. So get to pingskills.com. All right, Alois. Um, let's just start with um, what happened on this day in history. Why not? It's uh, such a great segment. Exactly. Well, it, uh, a little bit tragic uh, today. In um, 1793, Marie Antoinette. The, uh, one of the wives of Louis the Sixteenth was <coughs> beheaded. Oh dear, that is tragic. It is. Okay, well, I don't know. I don't know what she to go on with next after you've brought up that tragic circumstance. Yeah. You probably beat him in a game of table tennis or something. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> All right. Well, um, let's just try and lift the the spirits of the show and get over that tragedy with our Ping Skillers question of the day, which is how many times have you hit an around the net shot? Again, jump onto Facebook to uh, let us know or jump onto our blog at pingskills.com and let us know how many times have you hit an around the net shot? Um, now, yesterday's Ping Skillers question of the day was actually the day before because we missed a show. Um, but it was Alois. Who has the best footwork in table tennis? What were what were the responses to this question? Yeah, you had uh, quite a lot of responses, um, and I think um, a lot of people got it right. You know, uh, I, according to me, um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, saying Zuzin. So uh, yeah, so Yasir Hassani said Zuzin. Harsh said Zuzin. Um, a few others, Pradeep. Um, Stephen was sort of sat on the fence a little bit and said, Zuzin or Marlong. Come on, Stephen, got to make a decision there. Um, but, uh, yeah, a couple of people, you know, Abhinav said, uh, said Marlong as well. And Sean Young said Marlong. Um, and, uh, on the, uh, blog, uh, Nigel, um, Agreed and said, uh, I would suggest Zuzin just due to the fact he's a pen hold player and number two in the world ranking. So, so very, uh, very good comment there. But uh, one interesting comment from uh, one of our regulars, uh, Trevor Hurth, who's one of our para athletes, said, Thorsten Schwinn is amazing, 
um, single foot footwork para player from Germany. So this guy has one leg. He has one leg and a crutch. And guys, do yourself a favor and have a look at um, the YouTube clip. We'll put uh, a link on there for you. Have a look at the way this guy moves. Um, absolutely amazing. Like, you know, I whinge when I've got to do some footwork and uh, and I can't move fast enough. Man, just watch him and uh, you will be amazed. All right. Um, I actually haven't seen that footage either, Alois. So after the show, I'm going to check it out. And as you said, we'll put a link in the show notes um, on our blog. Make sure you check it out. All right. Now, for Throwback Thursday on Friday, Alois, we're going to talk about the ping pong zone. Tell us a little bit about the ping pong zone. Yeah, it's an, it's an interesting concept. And um, it was uh, brought up by one of our uh readers uh bud wilson um quite a while ago now and uh i'll just read the first bit of his um his blurb so he said there is a fifth dimension beyond that which is known to man it is a dimension of as vast as space and as timeless as infinity it's the middle ground between light and shadow between science and superstition and it lies between the pit of man's fears and the summit of his knowledge this is the dimension of imagination is an area which I call the ping pong zone. So, um, yes. Um, so there's what, what he talks about is being able to um, play against those um, different players. You know, the uh, the players that are you know uh, that you funny rubbers and. Uh, and, that, and just oh no, Alois, that, uh, that we're struggling again thing. with your internet connection. It is, um, it is just started to struggle again. It just doesn't like, um, I don't know what it doesn't like, but anyway, um, it's, it's it's struggling again. But yeah, so he firstly, wow, how he could put together that whole sentence was amazing, and that that's blown my mind already. But yeah. He does talk about playing against people that have unorthodox, have funny rubbers, and don't do things what you call the proper way. So they don't look like they're a great table tennis player, but they just start hitting the ball in funny ways, but they always get the ball back and they make it spin unusually. And it's really frustrating, especially when you've been working on, you know, improving your technique, getting everything right. And then suddenly they throw all this stuff at you and it seems like your game falls apart, whereas you're doing everything right and they're doing everything wrong, but they're still winning and it can be really frustrating. Now, Alois, what can we do about yeah. the ping pong zone? Yeah. So, no, he's gone. Yeah, so I, I think one of the things to just focus on is when you... No, nah, we've lost him. Maybe we'll try just the sound. Maybe, Alois, cut out the video and see if the sound's any better. Are you there, Alois? Yeah. Yeah, so I've, I've just turned on the sound. Is that, you got me? No, nah, it's still pretty bad. 
Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's still pretty bad. It was working for so long for the show. Hmm. Yes. Anyway, um, the, the bing bong zone, really, there's, there's a, it's a learning experience for you. It's a chance for you to get better. As you um, play more against players using these funny rubbers, you're going to understand more about the spin that they're putting on it and you're going to be able to deal with it. The other thing also is you just need to improve your technique. As your technique gets better, you're going to be able to hit the ball faster and stronger and you're going to start to overpower these players who aren't using the correct technique. For a while, it's going to be a struggle, but I promise you, if you just keep working on your strokes, keep improving, you're going to get through that ping-pong zone and you're going to be able to beat those types of players who are limited because they're not using the correct technique. If you're not hitting the forehand as you know you should be doing, getting the right start position and finish position, you're not going to get that nice top spin and loop and so you're not going to be able to hit the ball as hard as someone who just plays a weird sort of shot. So it is important that you do keep working on your technique, you keep getting better, and you will overcome these players and you will get out of the ping-pong zone. <laughs> so important. All right. Now, let's just check on Alois. Are you there, Alois? I am. I'm, I'm still here. Very oh, good explanation, sounds... Oh, thank you. That sounds a bit better now, Alois. Um, yeah, mate. Do you want to tell us a bit yeah. about the World Cup and the competition yeah, sure. we're having? Yeah, so the World Cup uh, starting tomorrow, uh, Men's World Cup this one is. Um, and uh, so there's uh, 20 players um, from around the world. Um, and interesting format. So the top uh, eight players go straight into the main draw. Um, players 9 to 20 um, go into a round-robin series. And uh, so they're playing in four groups of three with the top two qualifying for the main round. So um, so interesting, some of the uh, some of the players that are in the uh, the qualifying group. So uh, Gauning, uh, Tiago Apollonio from Portugal, um, Panagiotis Jonas from Greece, and uh, Robert Gardos are the top seeds in there. But uh, I suppose the interesting one there is Jimmy Butler, Jeff. So uh, Jimmy Butler from the US uh, qualified uh, at 44 years of age. Wow. And interestingly, Alois, I read he made an appearance at the World Cup 23 years ago in 1992. That's when he first qualified for the World Cup. And now he's back 23 years later. What an effort. Yeah, that is amazing, isn't it? Um, yes, uh, certainly stood the test of time. And, uh, yeah, interesting player. So um, it'll be interesting to see. So he's got uh, Panagiotis, um, Jonas, the um, the Greek chopper, and uh, Simon Gore. Okay. Yeah, well, I mean, so, yeah. um, so in his group and... So our competition then, the competition is about how many points the person who plays in... Oh, yep. I'm going to have to go with this one. Otherwise, you just cut out again. So let me... Um, 
Yeah, sorry, yeah. Alois. You're just, just cutting out so we can't hear you. I think he can't even tell that he's cutting out because he can't hear me. Sorry, people. Um, so we, we're having a competition. Yep, we're going to say how many points will the qualifier who plays Marlong win in the first round of the main draw? So those, as Alois explained, there's those um, 12 players that play in the round robin and the top two from each group go through to the main draw. And whoever plays against Ma Long in that main draw, how many points will they win? Okay, so that's what we want to know. So, um, again, you can um, probably put it on the Facebook page. We will put the question up there. So go to um, facebook.com slash pingskills and put in how many points you think they'll win. And we will give away a quarterly Ping Skills Premium Membership to the person that gets um, closest, okay? So looking forward to that competition and make sure you check out ITTV to see all the great action. As we always say, it's really good to watch the top players um, play. It's great for your table tennis and totally entertaining. All right. Now, um, now... Mike D has jumped on and asked a question using the Google Q&A app. He said, hi, guys, glad to see you back. I was watching the Gary Cup finals from 2014. It was Eugene Wang versus Q Lee. I noticed Q Lee would toss the ball short and back towards him. Isn't that an illegal serve? Um, Yes, Mike, that is an illegal serve. But unfortunately, it's really hard for umpires to judge from where they're sitting, angles. And I think the, I really think the service rule needs to be modified because it's either too hard to enforce or just not enforced and it's not working. So, um, yeah, uh, it's, a, it's a really, it's, it's a rule that, um, yeah, fraught with danger. And, you know, they talk about throwing the ball back towards you and, and angles and things. And it's just, yeah, just really too pleased. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, yeah, yeah, I mean, you meant to throw it nearly vertical. That's the rule. You are right. But you watch all the top players and they all sort of throw it back towards them a bit. Um, yeah, I just think the service rule needs to be revisited. Um, now, Georgie has asked a question about how to attack on the backhand playing with the penhold grip. Um, tell us a little bit about this, Alloys. No, he's yes, not there at all. So, um, oh, he is there. So Go, there's Alois. a couple of options, um, Georgie. That can. So you can you can further. Alice, I'm going to have to take over, Georgie. What? Um, yeah, the the person that has revolutionised the attack on the backhand um, was Wang Hao. So just Google Wang Hao and watch his backhand. It is amazing. Now, the first time I saw Wang Hao play this backhand, I thought, is he using a shake hand grip? because he actually uses the reverse side of his bat to play the backhand. 
And so it actually almost does look like a normal shake hand backhand. Um, we do have um, a video on penhold techniques where we talk about using the reverse penhold backhand. So what I'll do is I'll put a link in the show notes, check out that video and it'll explain how to do the reverse penhold backhand. Um, it, it, yeah, it's a great way to attack um, by using the reverse side. Does take a bit of practice to get used to, um, but experiment around with it, Georgie, and uh, let us know if that helps you out. All right. Now, Thies has said, I currently play in two leagues. The league where I play every match, we play to 21. In the other league, I'm a reserve player, so I don't play very often. There they play to 11. Next year, the first mentioned league will play up to 11. Any thoughts? Uh, my first thought on this, these is I much preferred games up to 21. Um, I reckon they should take it back to being uh, games up to 21. If you agree with me, let me know. Put a comment on the blog. Um, but in the past, I've found that I'm in the minority and most people play 11. I know Alloys is a big fan of games up to 11. They're short um fast and exciting and you know a lot of kids have grown up now only playing up to 11 so they never even played up to 21 um i remember when i first played up to 11 it felt really strange because you were used to having five serves each and the game seemed so short and it almost seemed like they were too short and you didn't have enough time to get into the game and it Felt like anyone could win it because it was so short, almost a bit random. But as soon as you you play that for a, um, you know a couple of months, you really get used to it. And I don't think you need to change your tactics that much um, for games up to eleven versus games up to twenty one. Maybe one of the things that changes is up to twenty one. You had five serves each, so you might be able to try and do like three long serves in a row and then serve a fast one. And it seemed like you just got a bit more rhythm on your serve, whereas up to 11, you only get two serves each. So it's just how you, you know, use those serves. It might seem a bit harder to throw in a long serve because you don't feel like you've set them up with a few short serves. But because, because you switch back every two serves, you can still, you know, just treat it as if you were continuing your serves from before. So... I think, yeah, once they switch over, you will just get used to those games up to 11. Just keep going um, with it. Don't don't change your tactics too much. Um, you'll get used to it. If anyone else has any ideas, um, yeah, leave a comment on our blog. Love to hear your thoughts. Um, and Yazid has a um, question. He says, hi, Alice. I watched the match Kenta versus Zhu Zin. And he says, Kenta does a lot of side spin blocks. And one of those is a forehand side spin block. How do you do the forehand side spin block? Now, we actually have a great video on Kenta doing the backhand side spin block. So I'll put a link um, to that in the show notes. The forehand side spin block is very similar. Um, it really, you're just going across the ball to put some side spin on the ball, and it can also take some pace off the ball coming towards you. But the key I want to stress here is that it's a much riskier shot, and you really want to develop your standard block first. So important. Kenta has an amazing normal block, 
and he's able to control that ball so well. And it's because of those, you know, those skills in controlling the ball that he can do these incredible things with the sides and blocks. So Yazid, make sure you keep working on your normal block. And um, yeah, I think it's just a lot riskier shot as well. So unless you've got great touch, it's going to be difficult. But yeah, check out the uh, links in the show notes to see the backhand seismic block. And then it'll be similar principles. You just go across the ball on the forehand. All right, let's just have a quick check. Alloys, are you with us? Hello. He is, but it's still not very good. Anyway, um, we're going to see what we can do. We'll have to figure something out to get Alloys back on the show. Um, because we love hearing your words of wisdom, Alloys. But today they had to put up with me most of the time for watching and uh, putting up with my advice. Um, and don't forget, go to pingseals.com, sign up for our free newsletter, go to our Facebook page and enter the World Cup competition for your chance to win a quarterly Ping Skills premium membership. And while you're there, answer the Ping Skills question of the day. We love it when you guys get involved. And we will be back with another show shortly. So uh, next week, thanks everyone for watching. Um, Thanks, Alloys, for answering some questions early on. And we will see you all again shortly. Bye.